This is Pretend Wizards with Raphael. Applying thermal paste is so easy, you could feed it to a dog and have it shit it onto your chip and it would still work just fine. John? Should I play Final Fantasy XIV again? Yes. Yes. Roxanne? I realized that a lowly outfit isn't actually the highest form of fashion that Sapphire would wear. It'd be like some sheer chiffon tiny oh jumpsuit that's speaking, super super tiny speaking of that oh god i need to show you this clothing company that basically makes exactly that which one uh, love and lemons F- huge fluffy dresses or no no jumpsuits? small like lace dresses like oh, yeah. yeah you need to show that to yeah me. <laughs> they're really really cool okay. okay dana i'm gonna do yoga with baby goats tomorrow and, I don't understand that concept. And you know what? They're cute. They're fucking cute. That's what it is. They just poop everywhere. No, they're cute. And we'll, we'll come back. And Brittany, don't you dare fucking talk to me. <laughs> do you not understand like what's cute about baby goats? You just do yoga and they crawl on you because they're dumb and baby. What is and the they point? Fall all over the place. It's the cute. point is that you they're fun. Cute. It's a fundraiser. Why don't you just do yoga with like stuffed animals everywhere? Because they're moving. They're moving stuffed animals. Yo- they won't come what up and like smell you. These goats cute. don't want a yoga. Okay, look. Yes, they do. You don't fucking know them. John, think about it's like cats, but it's more novel because you don't interact with goats that often. But it, I'm still. I, I saw this before and I just cannot wrap my head around. Like, I'm not okay. really the biggest fan of yoga. Like, I know what yoga is good for. Oh I do yoga. That's fine. Don't. I'm not I'm a not. fan of yoga either. No, no, I no, thought no, this was about the goats, not the yoga. It's both. <laughs> I have a problem with both. Okay. I don't get yoga. John, maybe things that you don't understand are still good. You ever consider also, that? Also, like, replace the goats with, like, kittens. And That's you, what I was saying. Like, and replace the yoga yes. with laying on the couch. Yeah. Now do you Who get it? Hear, John, replace, replace yoga with kittens and replace yoga with watching anime. Also, I forgot about this video that I saw this morning. I had nothing to do with goats or yoga, but somebody replaced an agility dog oh, that with uh, a tiny animated Shrek running through. Yeah, because it was like in a, like, they were doing like, you know, dog agility stuff, but mm-hmm. it was like super green astroturf, which is like the perfect, like, green screen to remove dog from the equation. So they just remove dog and insert a little running Shrek. It's so good. That sounds oh, so good. stuff. Okay, on to D&D. On to tactical dating. That's right. Okay, yeah. So before we were like, doing our tactical dates, we were talking and like, so who's actually gotten their tactical date done? And it was basically nobody. It was realized. me. It, it was, was basically me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Nobody. And <laughs> oh, Wait, who's Dweezil's tactical date? MacGuffin. Uh, MacGuffin, yeah. Dweezil oh, chose actually like one of the stronger NPCs that you guys have fought. Like, MacGuffin beat the shell of, like, three of you at once you at know, one point. Honestly, I just picked it because I thought it was funny. <laughs> it was funny, too. Um, but, yeah, there are a lot of NPCs you can call on right now. Um, so, Roxanne is in the middle of asking for her tactical date. Mm-hmm. Um, very, probably the least climactic ending I have done <laughs> since the start of the campaign. Opening a door and... Dropping off Mezzo isn't that. And then you left them off at daycare. Yeah, that's safe. Yeah. And she can learn. Safe things are not climactic. It's literally the opposite. I think that's still a good ending. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. So we're going to start with Roxanne and then like get, get all these tactical dates out of the way. Really, this probably should have been the episode named Tactical Dates because there's going to be a lot more in this one. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it would have already been old news by then. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, we have to think of a new spicy thing. It'll happen. That's the name of the episode, New Spicy Thing. New, spi- new, new spicy, spicy Thing. thing. Um, okay. Roxanne, um, have, oh, I think you haven't dropped off Mezzo yet. I handed Mezzo off to you did. the they had goat breakfast. lady. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and they, they were, were carrying a big loaf of bread, what kind of I think. Lady? The goat lady? Was she doing yoga? No. Oh. No, because goats don't do yoga. They just walk Shut up, John! They do yoga! God, get it right. Uh, we haven't spent an entire day with her. She might do yoga. Yeah, you don't know how she relaxes. or. I'm pretty Unwind. sure you guys just explained to me that goats don't do yoga. Baby goats don't do yoga. Yeah, oh, so adult goats do, do yoga? Yeah. Pygmy goats. You know, it's really yoga. difficult to do yoga, John. You can't expect that level of physical exertion from a child. Like, John, like, so do you think, like, hot room yoga is a room that's hot that does yoga while you do yoga next to the room? (laughs) Fucking, I'm just saying, if you do goat yoga, I just don't understand the point of it calling it goat. It's like, you're just... Because there's goats goats. there! What? Why is it, like, what is it any different? Why do you have to... Because they crawl on you. They crawl all over you. Yeah, John, the next next time you say, next time you say, oh, man, I'm so enjoying watching this movie and Boxer came over and sat on my lap, I'm going to be like, what's the fucking point, John? (laughs) You say that to me anyway. No, I (laughs) don't. everything I do. (laughs) No, that's other stuff. Not cat stuff. Okay. So, um, okay, you're standing inside the vaunted entrance hall of um what is what did ron call this place little champs too yeah. little Ch- little champs too very the massive name. um cathedral like entrance stretching high above you its walls a tightly woven quilt of trees branches and uh foliage that stretches high above intricately uh weaved together Mirren walks away with uh mezzo leading her through a door uh, into a different section of Little Champs, too. They'll be fine. They'll be fine, sh- shortly. I told them that they're friends, so it's yeah, fine. They s- everything's fine. Nothing, nothing's going to go wrong mm-hmm. at all. This is a safe place. Totally. So, what do you want to do? Well, w- during the week, I had to, like consider who the tactical did i put a poll on twitter to like help me oh yeah and then everybody voted for the choice that was someone else but then they didn't provide somebody else <laughs> so <laughs> it should have been somebody else parentheses please comment well i kind of thought that was implied it, but really, it kind I, totally, of, I totally didn't think that i thought you had some other idea was hickory one of the ones or no no, I won't tactical date Hickory because he's, um, I think this kind of situation would be too stressful for him. And I respect his PTSD. I gave you a lot of tips on different trees that we haven't been introduced to yet, which got me thinking. Well, no, 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 I did no. Elm. I did. Because oh, Elm is strong and sturdy and oh. Birch is really flaky. What was the other one? Redwood. Redwood, Redwood grows up too fast. You, they're not mature enough. Oh, so you're suggesting one particular. But I think that um, the one that got me to, like, match socks was, uh, was not... She said birch, I think. It was birch. It was birch. So I'm going to... 
Ask Birch. Hmm. Okay, I'm trying to remember. Like the Paper problem Birch? is that they so like. I guess it's not Paper really Birch? important actually because their fighting personas were not them. So mm-hmm. really, you don't have access to any knowledge about them at all, and, and just any of those combats, like like any of that. Like yeah. they'll fight, but they're not going to fight like that. Unfortunately, that's fine. Um, that was crappy anyway. Which one? The thing is, like, I don't even remember what they look like outside because like that was so brief. What they actually look like. <laughs> And yeah. it was much more like what they looked like as enemies. That was much more like loud. God, they would be. I should draw them when they were like that because that was draw them. they were they were fun to describe. Please draw them in general. Yeah. Um. I think I think Birch was the one that was wrapped in cloth. That Joanne fabrics. Yes, I think so. I, I think so. I, yeah, I think that was Birch. Did we call Birch Joanne Fabrics? <laughs> yes. I think they were literally just like a mass of cloth. Yeah. Yeah, didn't Ron like take like cloth from them? I think they were one of the more dangerous ones too. Like, I think people got pretty badly hurt because like they kind of filled the arena with like, ah, I'm trying to remember that fight well. It was like a year ago. It was. More than two, a year ago. Um, no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> You told us that we should remember every insignificant detail that happens. Wow. Wow, John. Uh, this is just some Foley work. What are you talking about? We are now walking through the forest. Okay. Foley's on silent. Then what was... Oh, it, alarms usually don't listen to silent. Um, yes. Why do you have an alarm at this point? I don't fucking know. Okay. <laughs> I just turned my phone off, so I have literally no idea. Take diabetes medication. <laughs> or die. Do oh, not no. forget all caps. Goodbye, John. Practice secret goat yoga. <laughs> or die. Do not forget. Okay. So, um, gosh, I can't remember exactly what Birch was like, but I guess we're just going to go from there. I think it was, I think it was, an older man. I can't remember. Mm. Was it a younger woman? It was either an old man or a young woman. Elm was a younger woman. Elm was a younger woman? Yeah. Okay, then Elm it was, was Birch. Like Birch Bose. was an older man. I think it's because I just think of that name as like... Yeah, so then I think... I'm trying to remember who the one... It was a younger woman, an older man, and I can't remember the third. Redwood? And a okay, tree. So he, right, right. <laughs> 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 um, hmm. 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 So I'm just do an older woman. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna go look in the last place that I saw Birch because it was kind of weird actually that you're choosing one of them because I was really kind of suggesting that asking any of them is asking them all for help. Really? Like that was sort of no, yes, that was my implication oh. was that like asking MacGuffin for help means getting MacGuffin and or anyone that would follow MacGuffin. Yeah, but only one Unfortunately of- MacGuffin is more of a lone person. But, but I mean it's still one of them is the actual tactical date. One is the plus one, the other ones are going to be sort of hovering around nearby. Yes, but that's still help. Like, it's, I still think that's an important distinction. Sh- One of them will literally be inside sure. the party. The yes. other ones will be at the ready, but not inside the party. Oh, gosh. Now I'm rethinking this because I don't want to leave the children undefended. <laughs> I really only want to bring one of them. 
This is like oh well. There's I all the have... there's all the mercenaries oh, the we hired, and then the pango. There's the okay. pango, Never and mind. there's the mercenaries that we paid. Yeah, yeah. Literally, I, I, I actually forgot to describe them because that was that was stupid because you just kind of got there. But yeah, the outside of this place is literally like <laughs> guarded by Jack Honey, Sweet, and like a shit ton of mercenaries just floating that. out around outside the house. Good. Okay, that's fine then. Uh. So I guess I'm just gonna like ask one of the pango because I forgot they were there. <laughs> I was gonna wander around. Okay, you just walking pango. forward and like a small like pack of pango like walk past you, mm-hmm. their human faces stretched, taut, and grinning. Oh, they're so friendly. That's how they always look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'll say greetings, pango. Where is our friend Birch? Okay, they stare at you for a second, maybe a little bit longer than is necessary. They can stare at me as long as they want. And then they begin padding off in a direction. I'll just follow. Okay, you follow them after a short period of time, making your way through the strange halls of Lil Champs too. Um, halls that feel like halfway between a house and a forest. Um, you uh, find yourself uh, in front of a... A doorway, much like any other doorway in in uh, the manor. I'll just go right on in because doors are made to be opened. Okay, so uh, you open the door and you find yourself in a room that a room that blares the line between uh, natural and uh, man made. <laughs> Is a roughly square room uh, filled with. Uh, Random, not random. Uh, every so often that there are like furniture in the room, though it seems often to be made of large boulders covered in thick, uh, plush cushions of moss and foliage. Small water features adorn the room, tiny lakes and uh, small waterfalls. Hmm. Uh, in the room, uh, several of the warforged are uh, kind of hanging about um redwood reading a book birch um writing something while seated on a uh what appears to be almost like a bed made of natural objects and wait who did i just say i just said birch mm-hmm. and uh elm um looking out of a window in the corner uh they all turn to look at you as you open the door and walk in uh Good, good opening. Uh, good entrance. Uh, hello. <laughs> um, have you all settled in here? I'm just barging in. I'm yeah. Starting like Didn't that. even knock. You just, just walked right in. Well, they're Warforged, so... They yeah, every Warforged is exactly like Sapphire Melody. That's what she assumes, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, um, Birch, like, gets up from the bed, like... Uh, putting what they were writing down as they do so, and they uh, walk over to you. Um, they look puzzled, but, you know, they kind of push that down pretty quickly. And like, oh, yes, we're we're doing fine. Thank you. Um, Birch is uh, an older woman with, like, a hard face, like uh, 
sections up around her face like besides like the forward like front facing here like this is very human like the whole like very front mm-hmm. facing mm-hmm. but very like instantly past like her cheekbones past like the weathered lined um severe uh flesh of it it like terminates into like hard uh pocked metal mm. cut by many fights and the na- nature itself Um, I know you have all just, like, settled here, but I was wondering if you would go with me to a thing that's not fighting, but... Well, actually, I shouldn't... I don't know. (laughs) There might actually be fighting, but it's a funeral? (laughs) You... you need our help? Yeah, um, because this this thing is set up like a party, but not, and we think something might, we think something bad might happen, and we're trying to bring some strong friends with us to make sure it's not too dangerous. Uh, strong? Yeah. Strong, but we were, we were nothing. We were weak. What are you talking we were crushed about? And just and used as tools, as mindless weapons. That's all we've ever been. Mm. <sighs> Roxanne's like, oh no, they have personalities. No, that's not at all. I don't want to like <laughs> go well. All well, I need you to be well, is a weapon. <laughs> your concerns are unimportant to me. No, like, um, if you've only been used as weapons by other people your entire life, how do you know your own strength? If they've only dangled you around like marionettes. You're, you're brought into this world stronger than any of those meat puppets. Hmm. That's why they made you in the first place. And they were probably scared of how strong you were, so they... I'm just going to start, like, rambling about puppets and strings and stupid shit see. like that. Mm-hmm. Don't you see? Those meat people. The puppets. Their weak flesh. Spider I mean, has nine legs. The actual strength, so mm-hmm. they manipulated you. Hmm. Birch grows thoughtful uh, and looks down and then looks back up at you. Then, mm. to know if we're really strong, we'd have to decide to do something. Yes. It is your choice. I'm just asking you. You don't have to say yes. Because we'll let it's you know then. Okay. And I guess maybe I'll... our strength will come from saying no. Mm. I hope it does. Except <laughs> our melody is turned down. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. 
Sapphire Mel, you got a maybe her prom date. Feels good. <laughs> okay. I'll just pin the corsage right here, just you know, in case you <laughs> in case you change your mind. Aw. <laughs> okay. Farewell. Okay. And I'll just leave. Roxanne leaves and we move to the next tactical date. <laughs> so Ragna. Oh jeez. Are you guys going oh, to like an Italian restaurant and get some long spaghetti and kiss? <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Going right to the Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining, because it's ragged instead of slurping spaghetti, just a really long breadstick. <laughs> <laughs> we kiss now. <laughs> <laughs> this has some really unfortunate implications. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? Like, wait, why are you because mad? Why are just, you like this? It's just meatier than spaghetti. He's the perfect sweaty boy. Wait, a oh. breadstick is meatier than a spaghetti. Like, thicker. Udon noodles. No! <laughs> what about a meatball? No, I'm just imagining... <laughs> like, how would you do... How would that work, John? I'm what, imagining, swallow a meatball whole? I'm imagining... John, are you serious right now? Look, if you go to Olive Garden eating a food... Like a breadstick the length of a spaghetti. So he's we're just slurping about, down a giant breadstick. He's talking about like Lady in the Tramp style. But with a breadstick. But with a breadstick. <laughs> you know what? So this, Jesus, this John, keep up. I'm oh. sorry. My brain just immediately blocked out the fact and that two people like, were trying meatball. to... You know what the funny thing is? I'm actually not picturing a breadstick. I'm picturing... <laughs> I'm picturing <laughs> laugh. No, I'm picturing a baguette. <laughs> this is big fucking thick. <laughs> I'm gonna break my jaw. You know, it's it's just a loaf of garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna awkwardly angle myself to fit this down my throat. Sorry, guys. We need extra butter. Table five. Stop. Like not even like eating it. Like literally just like. <laughs> just what? Just what? Like, slowly again. inhaling it. <laughs> Until our lips meet. <laughs> okay. I didn't make it weird. You did. Uh... <laughs> Okay. Um, so, Ragnar, um, you don't have a horse, so are you just taking, like, hickory to Logger's Pool? Sure. Okay. Um, uh, so you get dropped off, uh, stepping out of the strange Morty's Boys, like, limo trolley thing into Logger's Pool immediately um make a big squishy noise as you step out into the the mud of lager's pool the smell make the noise of somebody inhaling a bag after <laughs> i don't even imagine it being like a silly noise especially like a vacuum cleaner zoe's <laughs> voice just constantly <laughs> It's very hard to do this and laugh at the same time. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, uh, immediately the smell of, you know, the old docks and the older buildings, like, invades your nostrils. 
but the constant noise of dock workers, of uh, shipments pushed on and off, of uh, construction and repairs is absent. And you hear only the sound of the river slowly washing up against the bed of um, Logger's Pool itself. <clears throat> so, what do you want to do? Um, I guess I should call her if I don't see her. I mean, you're... Where could she, she be? She would be in Smuggler's Cove, like oh, in yeah. the underground section of Longer's Pool. Oh, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> you know three different ways to get oh, there right now. God. So you can either go... You can either ask Braggers to use his entrance... Uh-huh. You can use the official entrance, or you can use that one sewer where you murdered someone and tore their face off. When was that? I uh, mean, that was the fir- that was literally the first mission. That was the end of the first mission. Tore their face off. Yes. Is that when we I followed people into the the entrance, right? We're, oh no, I don't know. We we mm. chased. Oh, there's the one that's by the docks that that one guy let us into which i think that's the braggers entrance is that braggers entrance and what is that it's just an entrance and why didn't you list that in your entrance i did i said there were three entrances braggers official and the one where you tore somebody's face off oh that's the face one one? okay i'll go go through the face i thought i don't remember them Face uh, the off. face tearing off is where there was the fisherman there that you attempted to have secret Did that guy's face get torn off? This? He was nice. He was nice. And also, Dweezil ineffectively attempted to make secret conversations with him. <laughs> and then also, that's where Ron got his two fish, Sapphire. So whose face and, got torn and, off? And, no, no, Sapphire and Turpentine. <laughs> I forgot it was. Ruby and Turpentine. Ruby and Turpentine, yes. That's Sapphire. Yes. Yeah, that's why okay, it couldn't so be Sapphire. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, so it's Ruby and Turpentine. <laughs> <laughs> Did we ever figure out why one was called turpentine? Because he thought that was a gemstone, oh, okay. and we just yeah. went with it. Which we, he, I think he forgot that it's tourmaline, not turpentine. I think, no, I think oh, he was tourmaline. trying to go for turquoise. Yeah. Really? I think Turpen- so. Tourmaline is a lot closer to turpentine. I don't think he knows that word. Oh, okay. He doesn't know the word turquoise. He said turpentine. That was really good, though. Yeah, I thought about getting a turpentine necklace once. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It smelled really good. Okay, I'm going to go through that one because nostalgia. Does that one exist still, though? I feel like something about that might have been broken. I think we were chased out of it by the masked people. Didn't you seal and it? I think it got sealed. Actually, oh yeah, I did. I think you God. actually sealed it with rock. I mean, you can always smash it back open. Yeah, you can just smash <clears throat> it open. Yeah, you'll, you're down strong. Don't draw a crowd. Hey, let me just a crowd? This what do you mean? What up? crowd? There's nobody out. It's the weird time oh, yeah, where nobody's around. Is that easier than going through braggers, you think? Well, braggers, you might have to fight your way through an entire crime syndicate. Or braggers. So, unless, you okay. can, unless you can just convince braggers to let you use it. Or braggers I'll just there. smash the, the do wall. You, want, you could just convince braggers. Like, hey, braggers. How long do you want But braggers could I'd, just be not at the building, so you just walk through. We also, like, settled Why things he... with braggers, kind of. You we did. gave him his stuff back, basically, yeah. so... He shouldn't be angry with us. Yeah. Or I could just smash the wall and go you through. Could, yeah. Or that. Whatever you want to do. I want to smash. I don't want to talk to Braggers is more direct, okay. though, because if you smash, you still got to so, run through the fucking sewage. So. Are we really going to You head through. Maybe. 
Maybe. It's fucking Zoe. You really think you're not going to roleplay going through the sewers? Because I'm pretty sure she's going to make you roll through. And the then place. you get shit everywhere. There's shit all over everything. Welcome to fetish hour. Okay, um, I'm really fancy. Yep. Time to go through shit oh, oh, That's right. Did we already get I mean, you dressed? Have, you have already been dressed. But you know what? I'm going to give an opportunity to get clean right before it. So. What if I just call her and ask her to come up? Hey, boo. I, I kind of want you to go down there. God, okay. I'm going to, don't worry. I'm going to make it so you don't, you'll, you'll get clean. Just go to the special entrance. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you had to um, the docks where the secret entrance is uh, sealed before by your own desperate escape from, um, it actually wasn't the days of the week you're running from. Morty. No, no. It was, you don't even know what they're called. Um they are like foot soldiers of the TTT. They wear elemental like armbands. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh god! And like black suits. Yeah. Oh, they're ninjas. Oh, yeah. God. The Foot Clan. Yes, you are. You are Ninja Turtles. So you I was had more like uh, Naruto. Naruto style ninjas. Yeah. 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 So you head over um, to the dock um, and drop down from it and land. Um, in front of what was once the gate into the sewers, but is now simply a wall of slightly different colored stone. Okay, I smash. Okay, you pull out your axe and begin like angling it over and over into the wall. And several minutes later, you have carved a ragnosized hole in the cement, cracking through, leaving a pile of debris around you. Well, that was easy. As your axe slices through... Uh, a large gout of dirty water shoots out that was held back by the... Well, good thing I changed into my um, my work attire and I put my fancy You changed clothes, into a rubber suit. Yeah. clothes in my bag. Good. That's a good idea. So, yeah. Your your work attire just gets covered in... That's fine. ...sewer water. That's what it's for. Yeah, totally. It's there to get covered in gross grossness. Yeah. So you head into the sewer system, and after a short while of walking through the now familiar uh, labyrinthian tunnels of the Loggers Pool um, sewers, you find yourself um, at the mouth of Smuggler's Cove, a large, dark abyss in front of you, a creaky old wooden um, walkway heading out into a... um, featureless sky of blackness in front of you smuggler's cove lies hanging in the water beneath it the bright blue um forming a small aura of water underneath it smuggler's cove itself sits in the middle several upturned and wrecked buildings uh buildings several up many upturned ships forming a small clustered city in the middle surrounded by several like four or five towers of brightly festooned coral towers that extend high into the air strange curling uh alien structures uh covered in barnacles the size of buildings themselves god so many horrible memories here okay i will look for odette Okay, so you head across the walkway, and I assume the first place you'd want to look is the bar, you know, where you walked yeah. in the first time. 
So you go to go into the first building on your left, uh, open the door and head in into the raucous bar of Smuggler's Cove. Uh, music uh, fills the air, the smell of cheap grog invading your nostrils. Down here in Smuggler's Cove, there is no um, uh, curfew and no command to be silent. And people here are just partying and enjoying themselves. And there's actually quite a few people more here than usual. Got to go to where you can actually have a party. You can tell the party's really going because that shuffleboard competition is just... Heating up. It's all, it's really heating up. People are hype as hell for the shuffleboard competition. If only some people were here to defend their title, but they're not anymore. They've just been, they've just been uh, pushed back into the recesses of history. You don't, the the, the champs don't just every night defend their title. Like somebody has to show that they're worthy to get a challenge. Oh, I see how it is. One day the champs will return. You think like, insert big fighter's name here, just fights every asshole who comes up. You really couldn't come up with a fighter's name? Rocky Balboa. There we go. Conor McGregor. I was trying to think of like something more recent and real also. They're trying to pretend. Recent and non-fictional. You know shit about fighting, right? I mean, I said Conor McGregor. That's Iron Man. I've still said a real person and you have said two (laughs) fictional characters. Okay. Also, Iron Man is not even a fighter. Oh, Excuse me. You named a fictional boxer and a fictional weapons dealer. <laughs> Close enough. Okay. So, um, you head up the stairs to the left, up to where you remember, like, Odette had her table. And lo and behold, Odette is there with her crew. And they are raucously laughing and uh, drinking there. As you begin walking up, one of them, like, gives the upturned nod to Odette, you know, the the chin up, yeah, chin up. And uh, Odette turns and looks, a quiet smile on her face as she sees you come up. Hello, Odette. Okay, wait, she's got like a, she's got like a southern accent, shit. Does she? Yeah, like like a slight, like a slight southern accent. Yeah, fuck, it's been a while since, well, five years. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, howdy there, Ragna. Oh my god. Ain't seen you in a while. Could I talk to you for a minute? Easy sure. Private. Ain't do what the f- John, do not do other like accents while I'm doing an accent cuz you're going to like muddle mine oh, cuz it's already not that solid. It's already fucked up. John. It's it's already like real like tenuous. Well, ha- I was going to say howdy several times. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. Okay. Well, no problem. Uh, yeah, sorry. I don't she, rightly correct. I don't rightly know. Um, always got time for the... you, Ragna. Uh, she uh, she well, gets bless my grip. Right, oh my! <laughs> <laughs> just try to help. You're just gonna slip into like the mint julep bag. No, that's no, a please different one. No. George of Peace. <laughs> yeah, that, I've got to say George of Peace to get that one. I've got a very solid entrance into that. Okay. Um, uh, well, sure. Let me, uh, uh, okay, so she gets up from the table and uh, walks over you uh, and joins you just at, like, the banister. Okay. Um, so, uh, there's going to be some shit going down. and I, I felt feel- it when I was up there. The quiet, 
quiet. Some, something's going on. I'm not, not fucking hickory. Like, something's obviously going on. Something is definitely going to go down. And I'm probably going to be in, like, the center of the shit. Because, like... That a smart thing to do? Seems the best thing to do would be lay down low here. Drink some grog. Enjoy the party. Ugh, God, I'm fucking losing it. Yeah, you are. Okay. I'm really, really, really losing it. Losing you guys are it. I shouldn't say that. Enjoy you know. the party. I mean... Pa. Invite a shoddy. <laughs> <laughs> part of me agrees with you, but then another part of me is like, you know what? I gotta... I gotta defend the city. Gotta defend my friends. Gotta do what's right. Well... I was never much of a hero, but seeing some rich fucker lose it on his bank statement, I can, I can appreciate that. I can too. Well, I, we, I need a plus one to this funeral slash, um, death match that's gonna happen, (laughs) and... There's no one in the world that I would rather have by my side than you, Odette. Oh, shit. Well, been a long time since I was asked out as a plus one to a brawl. <laughs> Sounds good, though. Hell yeah. So my outfit is solid gold. So if you have anything <laughs> solid gold, I think that would be great. We could do like a Britney Justin thing where they both wore like matching denim to like the VMAs. Oh my god. Except gold? And with taste. No. No, no. no oh, taste. No, no taste. Really Just Aggressively gold. untasteful. Aggressively untasteful. I'll see what I've got. Okay. I have faith in your um, wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, I mean she actually does wear a lot of gold. I don't know if you remember. Like, no, that's part of her character. Odette, perfect? actually, no. I should describe. It's been like so long since we've seen Odette that I was just like, oh, everybody knows what Odette looks like. No, yeah. I don't know. What Odette she nods like. to you. You know, a woman nearly as tall as you, with strange, like squarish, angular features and long, um, sinuous body. She wears like uh, a relaxed, like sailor's uh, getup, but also many like golden. Um, like accessories at the same time festooned yeah. in coins and jewelry see that more of that just all of that where all of your bling we need to be impress people at this funeral slash brawl got to impress someone <clears throat> while you're beating their ass exactly it's called flexing on them <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of this episode flexing on them <laughs> flexing at a funeral <laughs> <laughs> i'll write it down <laughs> Okay. Um, I guess, well, I don't know. How is it going down? Like, are we supposed to, like, bring them with, like, right now? Um, I'm going or to she- basically have anyone that you guys are, like, any of your tactical dates are going to meet you there. Okay. So I'll meet you there. In the funeral zone. <laughs> in the fun zone. Gotta go kill someone in the funeral zone. I mean. Make it a real funeral. It's getting wild place. in the funeral zone. Okay. Yeah. I'll see you there. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, so, Brittany, you've got your tactical date. And yes. we're going to move on to last tactical date is... Um, John. Oh, no. 
Wait, Dana, did you get yours? No. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. So when you said last, John oh, yeah. hasn't yeah, gotten... two of you still need it. Okay, yeah, we, we have one. time to get through both. It's okay, people. I'm obviously not that important. You can just skip me. Well, not skip, like I'm just moving around in a weird way, because we started with Roxanne, and then we're just going around. No, it's okay, I understand. Yep, you do. Cause... Here's how we go around, we go... What? <laughs> no, we go clockwise. Like, it's pretty simple, actually. Um, okay. Dana. Mm-hmm. Who is your tactical date? Belle. Okay. So, how I'm do you want to go about this? You can go, yeah. Yeah, we literally just got out and you're going right back in. You didn't spend enough time there. No, I didn't. I didn't. Um, going to get a home down there. I'm going to stop by my tent and get my moss. I'm going to bring him moss? Moss. I ripped the moss off the ground in that flower shop. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to bring Belle some moss. Can't really grow it's flowers down there. You can grow moss down there. Okay. I mean, did you ever put it down in your yeah, tent? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you like quickly stop off. At, this is actually a lot of traveling for a quick okay. stop. Like, I'm, I feel like quick I've stop. said before, it's not a quick stop. It's, but it takes like 20 minutes to quick get stop. there. And then 20 minutes to get to the other place you it's need. Like 40 minutes. I drive That's more than that to work. To get a, a handful of moss? Yeah. Is that Okay. It's important. Okay. So... You, um, you, uh, head over to the wall and, um, uh, begin making your way through the city that, uh, squats at the edge of the wall itself, a massive, um, tent city of cloth and makeshift materials, bits of wood and metal nailed into makeshift structures to provide some sort of like shelter to the elements um and around you it is nearly completely silent a city that is normally completely filled with activity and life since it's at the main gate itself however as you're walking through the tent city making your way through its labyrinthian uh, streets, for lack of a better word, towards the small cul-de-sac that houses your um, tent, you begin to hear something at the edge of your hearing. What is it? Um, you quickly like go to your tent and grab the moss mm-hmm. and then head back outside and hear it coming um, from just one of the directions um, slightly more towards the wall. Well, I have to go back that way, don't I? No, actually, you would go away from the wall to get out of here. Oh, that's weird. Well, what does it sound like? Um, it sounds like... It sounds like anger and protest. Oh. Uh... Can I see anything? No. Yeah, from where you're standing, you're among the tent city itself. You can never see more than like three feet because there is a fucking tent in the way. <laughs> and especially because you're so short, yeah. you really, I was gonna say, really I can can't see, three see anything. Feet and seven inches. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's not what I, I meant. Know. I know, I know. Um, <clears throat> is there anything I can climb up on to see farther? Tents. I'm climbing up on a tent. Okay. Tent pole. So you, like, jump onto one tent and scramble up the side of it, pulling your way up the dirty, like, linen and canvas, uh, making your way across a rusty, sharp bit of sheet metal, 
making sure not to get cut on it until you're at the top of the tent. You look down over the tent city and you see real activity. At the edge of the tent city, in the hollow between the wall and the city itself, where nobody was, in fact, allowed to construct buildings, where the guards themselves were adamant about um, pushing aside any of the squatters, um, a large, large amount of people have been gathered. Um, So many people, in fact, that... Um, as you look at them and look at the state of their garb, dirty, <coughs> oh my gosh, <coughs> sorry, dirty, threadbare, uh, and hard worked, uh, you realize that they are the denizens of the tent city itself. It looks to be like almost all of them have been gathered up uh, against the wall itself, uh, surrounded by many a um, guard, uh, many a heavily armed like soldier. However, they are not soldiers that you have ever seen before. Mm. In this area, the most well-known law that you would see anywhere would always be a dwarf, always in heavy um, guard plate mail, their helmets down low, their features hard set, Um, difficult people to deal with, but usually fair. These people uh, wear strange, passive masks and close-cut black outfits. Um, I'm going to get out of there. Okay, you quickly like <laughs> roll off the top of the tent, uh, land back in your cul-de-sac, and make your way out and away from whatever is going on here. And make your way over to... Who is it again? Oh, Bell. So make your way over to Mapic Road. I just want to make a note <coughs> of people. Hang on a second. Uh, guards. You said they had passive masks? Uh, yeah, they're very blank. Like. Okay. Um, sorry, one second. I need to go water. Mm, water is good. I've got water in the Charizard cup. <coughs> Dana, why do you do this? I, First of all, it's not touching Charmander. his tail. Oh, why yeah. are you Charmander, Second of all, sorry. you killed him. Uh, the water, water is touching his tail. Yeah, it's yeah, Dana, high now it is. It's <gasps> super effective at fucking him up. Congratulations. Mm. Why would you do this? I need to drink water. Yeah, you can't drink water in the Charmander cup. Well, There's the squirtle a goddamn cup was, squirtle cup. It was too far back. Cup. I couldn't reach it. What do you drink out of the Charmander cup, Chomperado? Hot chocolate. Red Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah I was going to say red wine. Or liquor. We need to get. We need to make more of that. God, what? Liquor. Sh- moonshine. <laughs> what? Atole Champrata. We need to make more. Oh, well, we had it before. It's the Masahari. You know? Oh, okay. <coughs> oh my God. Okay. <clears throat> so, you roll out the tent and make your way out and make your way to Mafic Road. Um, after you know, a short ride with um with Hickory, mm-hmm. you uh, step off into the large circle of Mafic Road itself. The air actually clean of uh, dust and work and clean also of the sound of stoneworking. Mm. The wind whistles through uh, the deep itself, creating a massive hollow sound like a beast breathing. You've never noticed it before because this area is so filled with the sound of work and it's uh, slightly disarming. 
the sound of the wind passing up and down through the massive hole at the center of Mafic Road. Um, so I need to get down there. Is the shaft still broken? The, the, the mass, I mean, the shaft itself. Oh, you meant the elevator. The shaft. elevator. No. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to take the elevator down. Okay. Unlike flying down last time. So you uh, just basically jump the fence because nobody's here to stop mm. you. Uh, and walk down into uh, the mining area, making your way several floors down, like several levels, going past like multiple checkpoints. Again, nobody here to stop you until you're at the elevator, a large industrial thing of chain, metal, and wood. You step onto it and uh, it snaps into service and slowly begins taking you down into Hades Town. Oh boy! Many minutes later, you uh, you come to the end of the tunnel. You've spent the past like ten, twenty minutes in pure blackness. Um, slowly, the air around you has grown cooler and more damp, as though uh, you have moved into like uh, I would say air conditioned, but like that makes no fucking sense yeah. for this. But uh, the cool air like coalesces on you, forming. John's like, I just have to fiddle with all this shit around me. But plastic exists. Why can't refrigeration exist? Yeah, it does exist. Oh, yeah. So why would it air conditioning not make sense? It was damp. No. Wait, why couldn't it? There's no air conditioning. Why couldn't it, though? I don't know. Air refrigeration and to, air conditioning are... Because it's too expensive. We need to invent refrigeration. Because I've told you before that the refrigeration crystals are actually really fucking expensive. Yeah, but that just means the rich people... Yeah, sure. Maybe some rich people have air conditioning, but like, it's not a thing that generally most people are going to know about. People would just be like, you refrigerate your fucking house. Like, that's what it would be like. <laughs> like, you're fucking, how rich are you? Holy shit. Um, we used to have refrigeration crystals and then we sold and, them. I have one. I think so, but I feel like you usually end up using refrigeration crystals as like weird weapons, like breaking them. Um, so, what are you using yours for? The darkness of the tunnel like envelops you and slowly everything gets colder and colder around you. Bits of condensation and dampness forming in your clothes and on your skin. Mm. After some time, the darkness begins uh, reversing, turning from a dark, cold black to a uh, warm, reddish pink as you make your way down. Suddenly, you are moving down through and out the sky of Hades Town. Above you, the constellations of fungus dot the ceiling, extending from one side of this world's sky to the next. Beneath you, Hades Town, Hades Town itself lies below you, um, a stark, brutalist city. Um, admit. Uh, <laughs> That was a good sound. Fuck. I, it would have been a perfect sentence, except now I'm like stumbling on this one word. A dark, Amidst... city. Gosh, I should actually put a character in that has that voice. I haven't thought I had done that. I don't know. <clears throat> <Twobble>. <clears throat> Gosh, I should have remembered that. I always forget about that voice. Um, amidst the uh, rocks and trees, um... You head down into it, and slowly the uh, slowly the elevator comes to a stop amidst the center of the city itself. The buildings stretching high above you, large, heavy blocks of dark red stone. 
I'm going to peek out. You peek out, and you see there is uh, the station master behind the glass waving at you excitedly. I'm going to wait. Well, welcome back. Gosh. (laughs) All right, I'm going to come out. I'm like, hi, I'm here to see Belle. Well, howdy. Hi. Here to see Belle. Lord Belle. Well, thanks for visiting. You're welcome. I'm going to go this way. Goodbye. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> that was very important. Oh, yeah. And <clears throat> everyone here is like rubbing their eyes and super tired. Huh? Just what are you talking like nine about? Nine o'clock. Um, so you head through town, um, mm-hmm. making your way to uh, the dual uh, bell towers. What, what are now dual bell towers? The church tower and what, what did we call the other one? The, uh, the one that we burned down? No. Oh. Not, they're just two. The one that was like... Uh, Campanas and bells, like both had separate towers. So the Campanas was a lighter one that moved like for no reason, you thought, and then and bells was the dark one. Wasn't it like a... Like oh, it was the, the church tower. Yes. It was the bell tower and the church tower. That yeah. was it. Okay. Where the bell tower and the church tower stand, one dark, one light against each other both tall massive structures wait they're in the same place now yeah they were yeah. they've been in the same place oh. Oh. they moved to the same place yeah that happened earlier that oh. actually was not very long ago so you don't have an excuse there i don't remember i don't remember all right i'm gonna to be fair there was a lot of weird stuff going on. yeah uh i'm gonna head in okay you head into the bell tower into the large incredibly open room filled with massive square columns each one housing a different worker working diligently on their papers on economics on commerce i'm gonna walk right up to the office because i know where it is okay you just walk (laughs) oh my gosh you just walk right past the um secretary with his stony black and white skin he doesn't look up as you go Mm. you belong you've been here before you're Mm. the you're the hero of hades town so you walk past him over to the uh, the elevators, which feels slightly different now that the whole room is cold and biting uh, instead of like hot and oppressive. Mm. Um, you step into them and uh, after a short wait, uh, you step out again into the area immediately before Belle's room. The massive heavy metal door depicting the bowels of Hades itself lying in front of you, a twisted relief of metal flesh and torture. That was there That was there before. Okay. You're probably going to interrupt, like, Belle and Campana having dinner, and they're probably <laughs> about to kiss uh, on either end of a giant baguette. So... <laughs> I'll knock. Okay, you knock. You're hurried chewing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so hurried you can hear it across the room. <laughs> this baguette is so dry. Is it unlocked? Do you want to check? Yeah, it's unlocked. Okay, you reach down, like push on it to see if it's unlocked, down. and it and it opens. I'm gonna like crack it just a little bit, and be like bell. You crack it open, saying bell, as you uh, peek your little head in through the like crack in the door that you've made and in there you see Belle seated at a dinner table 
a small, simple candle in front of him. Campana at the other side. I'm sorry. God damn it. <laughs> just thought you were going to keep going and describe him back at him. No. <laughs> Hi. How's it going, you guys? Belle is glaring at you. Hi, Campana. smiles. Uh, yeah, yeah, what was your name again? Pia. Yeah. 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 Belle remembers my name, right? Belle remembers your name. <laughs> and that name is Twerp. Yes. I brought what you guys, do you want? I brought you some moss. Campana like, uh, gets up from the table and walks over and takes the moss. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Put it in a vase, I guess. <laughs> it's like a cave. It can grow. I think I've got a terrarium on the side. No, yeah. I'll make a... What the fuck is... A marimo. Aww. Put the frogs in it, I guess. <laughs> um. So I'm really sorry to interrupt. No, it's. I'm sure it's very important. It is. See, I've got this invite to a funeral party. You know, the guy that just died, supposedly. I don't really know him very well. I actually only know you guys and my friends. And they all went and got dates for this because they have plus ones and I was wondering if one of you wanted to come with me because I need help. Help? Yes. There might not be a party. Party might be like a fight or something. A fight? The people that like messed up stuff here. I like to call a fight party. Belle's uh, face grows serious and grave. His mouth stretching out solemn and thin. He places two large club-like hands in front of his mouth and looks thoughtful. And then he reaches up and talks to you. You believe the Tom Tit-Tot are responsible? I've been told. Hmm. He uh, looks down at his half-finished meal at the the flame moving and sputtering so delicately in front of him. And he looks back at you. And what makes you think you can stop them? We have a lot of friends that are coming and we've made a lot of people. Uh, I can't think of the word. Allies. What? Allies. Thank you. Okay. My, the people that were here with me before made a lot of allies and they're going to go get them and we're all going to get together and go to this party and hopefully defeat the Tom Tatat. Kampana looks back at Belle and smiles. The strength of many. Mm-hmm. The chorus of, of all is always stronger than just one. Mm-hmm. Like the Carillion? That, yeah, that I, was the implication. I, I got, thank, all, thank, I got you. all those bells. Thank you, Dana, for removing like, the, the subtle implied poetry no, of my words okay. and just making it explicit. <laughs> You're welcome. Like a bunch of bells. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bell looks down for a moment, and then after several minutes of deep thought, mm. he looks back up at you and says, We gonna oh. ding dong this motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to this party. Let's do this. Raphael's like, I want to take away all the solemnity from this scene. 
And he says, yes. And you've got your date and you leave. Okay. I'm going to grab a baguette before I go. <laughs> you grab you grab a handful of breadsticks. And run. Shove them in your purse and run away. Okay. John Smith. <laughs> Who, uh, what is the date you're going to, I think before you were talking about maybe pal. pal and, absolutely okay. Pal. I have absolutely great pal. interaction with pals. Okay. Okay, so you um uh you ride your horse, I assume. Yes. You ride your horse to uh, Mayfield, um, and I think it was Mayfield. Yeah. No, was it? They're in Mayfield because that's like the plain, nice area, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, so you ride your horse to Mayfield through its close, friendly streets with its idyllic uh, yards and well-maintained lawns until you come to the front of a building. Looks no different than any other. Doesn't stand out at all, really. In fact, as you, like, you, in fact, walk, like, ride past it, like, three or four times attempting to find it until you finally, exerting a little bit of, like, mental willpower managed to like go through the buildings one by one staring at each hard and long until you find the building you're looking for it's like me in real life okay i'm gonna uh dismount and knock on the door okay you dismount your horse uh and stride across the small cute pink flagstones up to the door itself and knock on it several times after a very short wait. The door opens and uh, Pal himself angles down. He's so tall that if he were to stand up straight, you would see only up to his collarbone in the door frame. And so he must bend far, far down, his head stretching out from above the doorway down into view, nearly sideways with the effort of leaning over. Well... Miss Snow, here for tea? I am. Wonderful. Please, come in. All right, I walk in. Okay, you walk in and uh, Pal's friends are all about the room, in various positions, some seated at a small coffee table, one at a window, another um, in the doorway to the kitchen, um... Another actually simply standing in a section of the room. And they're all just facing towards you and staring at you. Okay. Um, Nervously just walk in. Like, not super comfortable with magic fairies because they've been sort of a giant nightmare. So. Well, you know. Plus, also, Powell almost fucking murdered me. Well, you... Just not as good a fighter as him. Oh, shit. I have a question. Who did John agree to have tea with? Pal. What was that? What was that in exchange for? It was just like, oh, sometime you should come have tea. Yeah, it was a very idle request. 
I felt like I was in exchange for something because you made asked, it seem like I was asking Pat for was, information about what to do with. The oh yeah, so it was not like a concrete transaction, but it was a sort of fake transaction. Pal sent someone to help me. Well, okay. I mean, any transaction with a fairy is exactly. a concrete transaction. Well, I just mean that unless there you want to have another curse. John. I was just wondering what John was there for because mm-hmm. I was trying to make sure that we didn't, in fact, already do this, and that was why that had happened. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, um, how do you like your tea? Black. I see. Please, have a seat. Thank you. I'll sit down. Okay. You sit down, um, uh, at, like, just, like, the small coffee table where one of the friends is also just staring at you with a slight smile on his face. So how's life? Wonderful. Thank you so much for asking. What have you How? all been up to in this this freed existence? Oh, enjoying ourselves. I have taken up knitting. Delightful. I'm currently making a small cardigan. Oh, for who? For you. I just finished. Oh, well, thank you. Here, try it on. I insist. This is the ASMR (laughs) portion of the podcast. And we never saw Shira again. I know. He hands you a uh, small gray cardigan. I will try it on. Okay, you try it on. It it fits perfectly. Oh, well, well, thank you. Uh, What do I owe you for such a, a nice gift? Oh, nothing. It's a gift. It's not a gift. It's a fairy nightmare. Well, give the gift of being your date. <laughs> well, thank you. I I appreciate the gift. It was very nice of you and very unexpected. You're welcome. It's always nice to be appreciated. <sighs> God. Pal at this point comes back with like a small saucer filled with like a dark purple tea. Uh, so uh, opaque that it looks almost like a small teacup of indigo ink and hands it to you carefully and slowly. So slowly, in fact, that you get impatient watching it like just slowly move down towards you. I'm gonna raise my hands. It takes to, like, take it. <laughs> it takes several minutes to reach those hands, even as oh, you like God. surreptitiously try to move towards that. Finally, he hands it off to you, and then moves languidly over to sit down next to his friend. Okay. They sit down, and at this point, you notice that like their breathing is like matched. Oh God. As is their blinking. But they weren't blinking before, so I guess that's progress. Oh my god, this is awful. So, pal, um, how are you, Cirrus? No, I wish I could say better, but as you've probably seen, this town has uh, some problems with it. Well, I guess that depends on what you think of as problems. Things gather 
magic grows stronger. Certainly, problems arise from that. Yes. But so too do things grow. Well, things that weren't there before. You could say that the world is richer and sharper. I can agree with that. We we will be going to this to this gathering that will be happening soon later today. Oh, gatherings. Strong magic. Old magic. You just said magic and gathering in the same time. Oh, shit. Exposed. Besides coming here to have tea with you, I'm going to drink some of the tea and hope it doesn't kill me. Um, it tastes like a distinct fruit that you've never had before. What is this tea? you don't mind me asking. Oh, of course. This is a simple tea, just a cordial of... He says the next word, and you immediately do not remember what he says. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, well, thank you. It is very nice. The... <laughs> <laughs> you repeat whatever word he said before. The words that come out of your mouth are... Uh, they, 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 they sound like that. You have no idea what you just said, and you do not remember them seconds after saying them. Okay, that's fucking weird. <clears throat> um, I would like to ask you if you would care to join me in this gathering. I see. Hmm. A dangerous, um, fuck, what's the word? Endeavor, to be sure. An honor to stand behind you, covering the exposed flesh. A plate of metal across that which is vulnerable. And soft. <laughs> so good. House calls and you're soft. I know. Well, one must help a friend when called upon. Wouldn't you agree, Shira Snow? <laughs> yes, I would agree. It's only the right thing to do. Yes. I'll see you there, then. Thank I will you, wear you. my best. Thank you. The tea was very nice. <coughs> oh, my gosh. My throat's all fucked up tonight. I'll finish okay. the tea. Okay, you finish the tea. Delightful. Um, place the saucer down. Uh, give a short bow to Pal and exit his abode. I'll thank the fairy that gave me the cardigan again you thank them again and they nod uh robotically and at the same time as pal and the same and you kind of feel it even though you can't see it because you're not looking at them but you think also at the same time as everybody else in the room who are all just staring 
face forward at you. For me, am I wearing like seven cardigans? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you, you just become like a grandma. Way. So you uh, get up and leave the small building. As you walk across its flagstones and exit past the small um, raw wood gate, you turn around and cannot spot the building you just left. You're simply in the middle of the town. And you're not sure this was the building you came out of. And you're not sure what you agreed to. All you know is, you've got a date. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.